This is Homebuyer Talk Radio with your host, Mark Ebinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Homebuyer Talk Radio. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about giving back and some of the amazing work being done by members of the community. We're going to reveal the top-rated high schools right here in the Alamo City. We have a special in-studio guest who's going to give us some insight into the upcoming Western Heritage Weekend and Vaquero Cook-Off. And if we have time, we're going to reveal the top three places to eat right here in downtown San Antonio. In studio today is my co-host and real estate expert, Gaspar Sefuentes. He is a founding broker of San Antonio's Finest Realty. And how are you doing today, Gaspar? I'm great, Mark. How's everybody? Really good, really good. We're excited to be here today. Yeah, I'm really excited about today's show because... Uh, we're going to be discussing uh, something that doesn't get talked about in business very much, uh, philanthropy and giving back. Sure. Okay. Um, there's something in real estate called farming. And farming is when an agent goes out and starts to work in one particular neighborhood or side of town or something to that effect. That's called farming. Uh, and just like regular farming, you require, you're required to make sure that you uh, treat the soil well. You have to go out. You have to nurture it, water it, fertilize it, rotate the crops so that you can continuously have good harvest. Okay? Um, but I read a really disturbing survey recently, and they found that only 11% of the people polled actually trusted their real estate agent. Isn't that sad? That sounds low. It's extremely low. It's Why extremely is that? Low. Well, uh, the, the best thing I can find, because obviously we, you know, we have a, a – a group of, of a little over 80 agents and trying to wrap my mind around how that number could be so low. The trust issue kind of comes in society's view of things. So what we see sometimes nowadays, especially on the news, you see this assault on big business and, and basically capitalism in, in general, but the true enemy of capitalism is not communism. It's not socialism. It's greed. Ah. It's greed. There we go. And it's, it's just like the Bible says, you know, that the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. And so, so we want to we wanna try and look at that and understand that there is a, a, a way to make an effort and to push through those issues so that society doesn't see us in, in that light. Sure. So in, in, in our company, San Antonio's Finest Realty, we actually have a give to get to give philosophy. Uh, and it's really worked amazingly for us. We actually even have woven it into our commission structure so that as an agent wants to progress and make more, more money, um, we ask them to actually go out, choose a charity, uh, and uh, do a, uh, a trade show or something with them um, that supports them and, and helps them to, to grow. Because we're looking at creating uh, good, solid communities, and that's where it has to come from. So over this, the years uh, living this philosophy, we've made some great friends uh, that we're going to have on the show with us today. Uh, so our guests are two of the uh, recipients of the philanthropy that we exercise at San Antonio's Finest Realty, uh, and it's going to be a great show. And in studio with us today is uh, Karen Dudek from San, uh, the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. We're going to talk a whole lot about some of the things that are coming up, so I'm really excited about that. But our first guest today is joining us by phone from Richmond, Texas. He spent nine years as a San Antonio police officer before leaving the department to become the executive director and co-founder of Saving a Hero's Place. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Tommy Capel. Tommy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Awesome. It's great to have you on, man. Yeah, welcome to the show, Tommy. Right. We're excited to have you here. I, I think I recognize your picture from, uh, I, I recognize you somehow. I, I must have seen you at some point uh, on the department, so uh, I'm excited to have you here. Uh, honored to be here. Thank you, guys. 
Tommy, can you share with us uh, and our listeners what Saving at Heroes Place is and what your organization actually does? So our our organization, um, it's based on when an officer is, is killed in line of duty, there's there's not a lot that's done for the, the department. There's a lot of stuff that's done for the family, as there should be. There's just not a lot that's done for the department. Um, for example, like my academy classmate was killed in line of duty two months after I graduated, and you just go to work um, the next day or the same day. There's not a lot that's that's done. It's just, you know, move on, go to work. So our what we wanted to do was create something that, that shows that that officer is always going to be there um, in the roll call. Cause like for San Antonio or for me anyways, when you're sitting in roll call, you sit in the same place every time, right? Right. Every roll call you're in the same seat. It's like a superstition. Like, you know, some officers like myself, you'd be mad if you came in a roll call and someone was sitting in your chair because yeah. it's like a superstition type deal. So what, you know, what we do is when an officer is uh, dies or is killed in line of duty, we build a chair that's that's placed in the roll call room to try to help fill that fill that empty void that's going to be there in that chair because you know you know there was several chairs in the roll call I was in and you just you know you just want to remember them you don't want there's a lot of stuff that happens early on when an officer is killed but then that starts to fade away and there's not a lot you know when the years go by there's no longer a lot of stuff that's done for them and we just we just want something to be there all the time. And and you've given you've given us an opportunity. I can share as a police officer that that you know went to roll call, and I saw the chairs sitting there of my uh, classmates, friends, uh, colleagues, coworkers. Um, it it gives you a sense of reality uh, that you may have not had before you walked into the roll call room about what you were about to do before you get back out on right. the street. So uh, it's it's amazing that you guys are able to um, to do that and memorialize that. Uh, and I know you you create these chairs and you receive support from a lot of different companies, corporations, individuals, uh, and our company, uh, San Antonio's Finest Realty, has re- supported you as well. Um, can you share with us uh, um, some of the support you've received, like for example, from my my company for Saving a Hero's Place? Yes, definitely. We we started out uh, in 2013. Uh, we didn't really know what we were doing. 2014, we still didn't get a grasp of exactly what we were doing. We just wanted to help departments. And then in 2015, when we decided, you know, we got we got to come up with a fundraising idea, um, and we started a cornhole tournament. And we started reaching out to companies to sponsor it. And San Antonio's Finance Realty jumped on and became a sponsor. And every year since then, um, you guys have supported us anytime we've asked. Uh, fundraisers individually, the realtors have supported us. It's just it's been an amazing. Uh, partnership, uh, basically, since we first started. I, I think one of our agents actually was one of the winners of uh, the cornhole tournament. Uh, Elliot Valdez. He's yeah. actually going to be yep. your guest next week. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's awesome. awesome, man. And and yes, uh, it, it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, moving forward with you guys and uh, and learning and growing uh, with you as you grow your organization. Uh, so knowing what you know about um, like my company, w- w- what have you really learned over the past? a uh, few years about my company and, and, and our agents? I think it's just the them wanting to give back. You know, a lot of, there's not a, several of the realtors have given, supported us, and there hasn't been a, you know, do this for me in return. It's just been a, we want to support you type deal. Um, of course, our, you know, our fundraisers, we do advertising. Uh, San Antonio's Finance Realty was our, you know, title sponsor to our last banquet. And of course, you advertise that, but there's been a lot of, instances where 
you know, your realtors have supported us without anything in return because that's not what they wanted. They just wanted to help, you know, honor uh, fallen first responders across the, across the nation. Absolutely. And, uh, Tommy, what's the best way to get a hold of you? And if someone out there listening would like to make a donation to Saving a Hero's Place and learn more about your organization, where could they go? Uh, they can go to savingaheroesplace.org. That's our website. And then we also have a Facebook as well as Saving a Hero's Place. Outstanding. Thank you so much for being with us, my friend. Uh, uh, give Robbie my best. Love you guys. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. We appreciate you guys. Take care, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's a pretty cool operation. I remember you telling me that he had, um, he, you know, he left the department to do that full time. You know, and what a risk. Exactly. What a leap of faith to do that because he's, you know, he's having faith in the community, right? And really is a nation because yeah. he's nationwide he's now. He's nationwide, yeah. So he what he's doing is, is amazing and it's courageous. And, and you can tell just from talking to him that he's very much uh, passionate about what he, he, he's emotional almost about, about it because we lost a classmate and that's a huge deal. Yeah. So. And I, I recommend anyone going to, uh, even if you're not going to make a donation, just go to the website, savingaheroesplace.org, and, and research them. It's, a, it's an amazing organization. Outstanding. All right. Well, I'm going to lighten the mood just a little bit. I love what he's doing. Um, and, uh, but I have a joke, right? I had <laughs> this, this new thing that I'm doing, it's the dad joke of the day, right? I like doing it. It's fun, right? So, but it's going to lead into my next segment. So why are fish so smart? I don't know. They live in schools. Oh I don't know if actually living in a school is a good thing you to do what, or I'm, not. I'm going to bring your daughter. I'm going to bring Brooke <laughs> candy every week. Yeah, right. <laughs> she got some on the way here. She's she's like, Dad, can we go buy Starbucks? You know, we want to go in there and, and do that deal. But uh, speaking of schools, we're going to take a look at the top-rated public high schools, high schools in the San Antonio area, based on reviews and insight gathered by Niche.com. Now, if you haven't been to Niche.com and you're planning on moving anywhere in the United States, you definitely need to go. They're not a sponsor of the show. Believe me, they're actually very functional. Right. I, it's a pretty cool deal. They carry in-depth profiles on every school and college in America with over 150 million reviews and ratings and growing. So super cool. Top of the list here in San Antonio is Health Careers High School with an overall niche score of A+. Now, if uh, Health Careers High School is a public magnet school with 845 high school students and a student-to-teacher ratio of 16 to 1, which is always a good thing. But if you're not familiar with magnet schools, they are free public schools that focus on a subject, a specific subject or future occupation with the students. Students take their normal required classes, but the school finds a way to work their main focus, such as the health career, into the teaching environment, which can better hold the student's interest. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I honestly didn't know about magnet schools, but it, it when you can, if your child's like interested in art, or science or whatever, and then you can put them in an environment where that's going to be kind of wrapped into whatever they're doing, I think, I think that's super cool. So let's take a look at how they rated uh, as far as, let's see, let me back up on my notes here. Uh, they got academics, A+. Plus. Their teachers were rated with an overall B+, plus, received an A-plus for college prep, which that's huge, right? Everybody's looking for that. And they received an A-plus for health and safety, uh, which is big in people's minds, especially these days. Student graduation rate of 95%. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty high. Uh, average SAT score is 1250, and the average ACT score is is 29. Now, that's the top 10% in the nation, which is pretty cool. Uh, if you don't know like about ACT scores, of course, they're ranked from 1 to 36, and they test math, English, reading, and science. And the average ACT score in the United States is uh, 20.8. So yeah. just a little FYI on that. So second, Reagan High School. 
Now, if you guys went to any of these schools, please chime in. Uh, second is uh, Reagan High School. They have an overall niche grade of an A+. Um, of course, they're, no, they're located in the Northeast Independent School District and have just over 3,400 students just in high school, grades 9 through 12, with a student ratio teacher of 18 to 1, which when you have that many students and that good of a ratio, I think that's a pretty good mix. Um, they rated an A in academics. Uh, their teachers rated with an overall A, uh, an A for college prep, and an A- minus for health and safety. Graduation rate, 97%. ACT scores at 28, which is top 25%, and the SAT composite score is 1240. All right, so number three uh, is going to be the basis. The school is called Basis in San, or Basis San Antonio, the Chavanaugh campus, with an overall niche grade of an A+. Uh, that's a public charter school with just over 1,000 students in grades 6 to 12, an average student-to-teacher ratio of 18 to 1. Academics, A+. Teachers rated it an A minus, A plus for college prep, C plus for health and safety. I'm not sure why that's at C plus. That'd be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, average SAT score is 1360, which is pretty dang high, and then an ACT score of 31, which is the top five percent. Amazing. Yeah, Shavano yeah. Park's a really nice community yes, it as is. well. So, from your experience, Gasper as a real estate agent, what are people looking for in a high school when they decide to move here? Well, the, the two biggest things that I see is always safety. Uh, right. And um, and reputation. Uh, so, uh, like, for example, I was uh, born and raised on the southeast side of town. Uh, obviously could have moved back there uh, to be closer to uh, my family. Uh, but I decided to uh, move to the northwest side uh, to get into um, Northside Independent School District. It was okay. a little bit of a better fit uh, for uh, my children. Now, um, it's it's understandable. I, I say that because a, a lot of people will want to live near family, so that's why they'll move into different locations, different places, and uh, that sometimes becomes uh, one of the things that um, will will drive someone to choose. Uh, when it comes to safety, I always lo- uh, refer people over to uh, LexisNexis Crime Map. Oh, okay. That is one of the best tools if you're looking to see what crime is actually occurring in a specific area. You can pop in an address and it will immediately tell you everything that's around there. And there's toggle switches and stuff on there to show you the severity of the items that are on there. But um, school is, is a little bit different as people uh, push through and, and, and look at their purchase. They normally do all of their research on the back end and they really don't hit us too much about in-depth information about the schools. But I did take a look at the, the Nietzsche website and wow, I was very Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it, uh, from my perspective, that's a great tool, and I'm going to be using that from now on as well to push out the school information. Awesome, awesome. Um, and Karen, what are, your, what are your thoughts on like moving to an area? If people are going to be moving to San Antonio, um, you know, as far as picking a school, do you have any advice or experience that you'd want to chime in on? I think Gasper hit it pretty well, talking about safety, uh, reputation, and definitely this niche rating will definitely help uh, people decide because that's one of the things that they want to look at is how well is the school district that they're moving into if they have children. If they if they don't have children, that may not be as important to them. But if you have children, you definitely want to get your kids into a good school district. You want them to be in a district where there's a great teacher ratio and a school that has a great reputation. So Yeah, agreed 100%. All right, so a quick uh, shout-out to our sponsor, uh, Krukus Marketing Agency, who specializes in using social media to help real estate agents find new clients who want to sell their homes. If you're a real estate agent or broker looking to increase your business, head on over to krukus.com to schedule a 15-minute demo to see how their program works. 
and how you can help or how how it can help you start closing more deals. Once again, that website is Krukus.com. That's C-R-U-K-U-S dot com. Mark, this is one of my favorite times of year uh, because the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo is literally just days away from where we're, we're recording this right now. And I, I'm telling you, I'm super excited. Uh, back in 2019, I... Did something that I had been dreaming of doing, just never had the time to do it when I was working full time. But I became a volunteer with the Stock Show and Rodeo, and uh, I the the committee that was most appealing to me uh, was the Western Heritage Parade Committee. I love Western Heritage. I love learning about uh, the things that, especially here in Texas, you know the 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 growth, um, whether it it, it be uh, the migration uh, from the north or uh, the the the. Uh, Tejanos and, and Latinos that were already in this area and stuff. It's just this amazing uh, structure, the way it was uh, implemented. And uh, I, our next guest is uh, Karen uh, Dudek. She is a wildlife game manager and the owner of Diamond D Ranch. She's been a volunteer with the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo since 1996. Wow. That is amazing. You started, know what you're doing. I started as a baby. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Uh, she's the current director for the uh, San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo, and right now she's the chairman of the Vaquero Cook-Off Subcommittee, and she's been that since its inception in 2019. So I remember my very first meeting, I was all squeaky and all, you know, tidy and ready to go, and I heard you talking up there about the cook-off, and it was super exciting. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank uh, you Karen, for having me. Yes. Tell us, uh, tell our listeners about Western Heritage Weekend and the Vaquero Cook-Off. Well, kind of as you mentioned a little while ago, you're taking a trip back in time to kind of showcase our Western and South Texas heritage. You'll get to see the Longhorn cattle come down uh, downtown. Kind of exciting to see this. You know, you see it in Fort Worth, yeah. but you see it here in San Antonio. So February 4th and 5th is our Western Heritage Weekend. It's downtown San Antonio and in Market Square. We had the Vaquero Cook-Off, which will be on February 5th. And then we have the kickoff party, which will be on February 4th. Friday, Friday night, right? Friday night from okay. 5 to 11. Who is, uh, do we have music? We do have music. Who is playing? So we have two bands that will be performing throughout the evening. We have Tristan Frederick, and yeah. we also have Gabe Garcia, who will be uh, excuse me, headlining for us that night. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. And so it really is really the kick the kickoff for, for the rodeo uh, publicly. Correct. Uh, downtown. The, the kickoff party on Friday night is the official kickoff for yes. the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. So um, you mentioned the teams, uh, and what are they cooking? Okay, so they're cooking a cook's choice entry, which is any traditional Mexican food dish uh, that they cook on site, chili, menudo, and new this year we have postre mexicano, Mm. which is Mexican dessert. That's Mm -hmm. an optional entry. Not every team has to enter it, but it's just another way for them to get their flavor in and get it judged. Yeah, and what about salsa? Salsa. So our committees or any uh, of our members of the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo Committees, the executives, the sales staff, they can enter their salsa in and get it judged. So we'll find out which committee person makes the best salsa. We also have a junior division. We like to keep our youth involved. So we have uh, right now we have six or seven area high schools that will be competing with their culinary department. They'll be competing with charro beans and Spanish rice. Awesome. And, you know, I just like saying salsa. I love Mexican food. (laughs) I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I moved to San Antonio, just so I could have Mexican food. Yeah. yeah. Good Mexican food. Mark, you need to come and be a judge. Yeah. I'd love to be a judge. That would be awesome. I'll get you signed up. Get me signed up. I'm definitely there. For for which, for the salsa? You tell me what you want to. Salsa, for sure. Yeah. Got you down. 
I'm excited. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, do you still need uh, teams to enter? Yes. Where we actually, can they enter? How do they we do We actually will be closing out our team registration on January 31st. So you still have time. It You go to sarodeo.com slash faquero, and you can get your four-person team entered for 275 I want to say, though, if you are the grand champion winner, and that means you have to place in Chili, Menudo, and Cook's Choice. Those are the three categories that have to be entered, not the, necessarily the Postre Mexicano, but those three main categories. If you are the overall high scorer and win overall grand champion, there's a $1,500 prize. Mm. There's individual customized buckles for each one of the four team members. And there's a team plaque and then other prizes. For overall reserve, it's $750 and a team plaque and other prizes. This is big money, man. That's it is. Good stuff. It is. So uh, how long has the Western Heritage Parade actually been going on? Okay, so this is actually our 14th year for the Western Heritage Parade. So it's been going a while. This is the third year for the Vaquero Cook-Off. Of course, now, mind you, we did lose a year because of COVID. So, right. But this is our third year for it. It started in 2019. And the things that you have out at Market Square, they're going to be uh, family-friendly, f- things for kids and stuff like that, right? Absolutely. So starting on Friday, February 4th, we will have the kickoff party, and it's going to be a family-oriented uh, atmosphere. It is free to the public. I want to mention that for both days, free to the public. Come out, listen to music. There will be vendors, retail, food, drinks, uh, live music, and other entertainment. So uh, some of the kids' things that we have, we'll have a mini mechanical bull. We have caricature painting. We have face painting. And like I said, there's lots of shopping. So come on out. Lots of great food. Lots of um, Lots of interesting interesting things to see. So come join us. When we did a walkthrough, you and I, we did a walkthrough uh, this past Saturday, and I saw the vision. I saw everything laid out. I saw where your vendors and all the uh, uh, the other uh, sponsors are going to be. Uh, it's going to be incredible. It's just it's such a great atmosphere anyway. You know, yes. we're used to it with Fiesta. Yes. But this has a completely different feel on it because it's rodeo. It's a little bit colder. Right. It's a little bit, you know, uh, nicer. You're not bumping around and sweaty and stuff like that. It's a little bit easier. But are there still volunteers needed for next year's rodeo? Yes, absolutely. You can go on to the com website and there's a section that says join us and it talks about becoming a volunteer. So there's over 6,000 of us right now, but it takes a village and yes, it it's because of all the volunteers that make this rodeo happen. So. And as a volunteer myself, I can tell you we're busy. We yes. do a lot of work. It yes. is not just run around and hang out and enjoy the rodeo. There's absolutely. a lot of work involved, absolutely. Uh, but it is very fulfilling and it's one of the things I love love to do and you create a whole nother family have your rodeo family too absolutely uh folks the real estate buying and selling season is upon us san antonio's finest realty offers a heroes program that saves local heroes thousands at closing so if you're a nurse teacher fire ems law enforcement or military call today and ask about our one percent advantage plan you can reach us at 210-509-4911 that's 210-509-4911 or you can visit our website at www. San Antonio's Finest Realty.com. That's San Antonio's Finest Realty, Homes, Land, Life. All right, and we're going to be coming up to the uh, best places to eat in downtown San Antonio. Yes. Downtown San Antonio is beautiful, right, Karen? I mean, it's just, it's an, especially during Christmas, right? And of oh, course, yes, Fiesta, it's just, it, it's an amazing place. And there's some really, really good places to eat. I would say great places to eat downtown. And I'm going to go through my top three. Now, these are Mark Ebinger's top three, but. It comes backed up with a lot of reviews, right? I mean, because, you know, people, everybody has an opinion out there, and they're all on Google and, uh, you know, like Travelocity and that kind of thing, right? 
I, I say Travelocity, but I mean TripAdvisor, right? So for folks coming to the San Antonio area, even for those of us who live here, I'm going to share with you some of the very best places to eat in downtown San Antonio. Okay, so number three on the list is Boudreaux's Texas Bistro at 421 East Commerce Street. Now, this features American and Southwestern cuisine. There's over 3,000 Google reviews at 4.4 stars. 3,000. That's a lot. Over 4,000 on TripAdvisor at 4.5 stars, and it's located right on the Riverwalk. And my favorite place to sit is right next to the river. I've, I've eaten there a, a number of times, and I love to sit. You know what I'm talking about, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a great place. Okay, so number two on my list. And if you guys don't agree with my top three, I want to. If we've got time, I want to hear from you on that. Number two on the list is uh, Bohannon's Prime Steak and Seafood. Oh my gosh! Second floor restaurant. Now it's on the second floor, so you, you, if you're not careful, you could miss it. But it's right across from the Majestic Theater. Okay, it's got over fifteen hundred reviews on Google at four point seven stars, and seventeen hundred on TripAdvisor at four and a half stars, and rated number eight out of over three thousand restaurants in San Antonio. So a great place. Bring your wallet. For sure. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Number one is my absolute favorite. I've eaten here so many times, especially as a cop, right? We, after roll call, mm-hmm. when I was working internal affairs, we'd go over there for breakfast. So this place is absolutely famous in downtown San Antonio. Um, it's got a festive environment uh, located in the historic Marcus Square. And that, of course, is Mutierra's Cafe. Over 15,000 reviews on Google at 4.4 stars and nearly 7,000 reviews on TripAdvisor at four stars. So if you enjoy Mexican food and you're in the downtown area, this place is worth a visit. Now, my favorite meal there is the Carnegie Sada plate with extra tortillas and please, can I get some extra grated cheese? I love making it. So what do you guys think of my list? George's special. That's what I got. George's special. What's your number one, Karen? Well, okay. First, I want to tell you that when you mentioned Boudreaux's, I guess it's kind of like with real estate, location, location, location. Mm -hmm. You're right there on the river. What a great view and great food. But let me tell you, Mi Tierra's is absolutely wonderful. It is one of my favorites. And on top of that, La Familia Cortez and Mi Tierra Restaurant are one of the sponsors of Western Heritage Weekend. So you cannot go wrong. My favorite dish there recently, starting around Christmas time, is their mole. They have a chicken enchilada with mole that is just... mm, so good. The last time we we were there, uh, that was what I was planning on order. Four other people at the table decided they were going to order that too, and they were all thankful that they did. It's delicious. Awesome. Gasper, go ahead. I was just going to say, you cannot forget their big dessert bakery area. Oh, my gosh, Their yes. panaderia. Oh, my goodness. Gasper, mm-hmm. what's your number one real quick? Uh, it's going to be Mi Tierra oh, as yeah. well. It, uh, if you know, you, know, you just know, right? <laughs> too many carnivals. Yeah. All right, as we wrap up the show, a quick reminder to check out our latest podcast on the usual podcast platforms. You can find video versions of our show on our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. That's going to be it for us. Have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one. Rodeo. Rodeo.